0: Welcome to Being Tired, a podcast about the human experience of chronic fatigue. This is a sharing podcast which means I'll be talking about my personal everyday experiences including tips, coping mechanisms, reflections and frustrations and I'll be inviting you to share yours. everyone and welcome to the podcast this week. I wanted to start off with a kind of clarification. Um, I did a little head thing there, like Alexis from Shit's Creek, because I cannot seem to get through one week without referring to Shit's Creek or she It's like a problem. I need to get some more interests. <laughs> but these are my only interests. <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to get straight into making a clarification. So I should have made this clear at the beginning, really, when I first started the podcast. I just thought it went without saying, which is notoriously something I get annoyed at my boyfriend for saying oh well that that surely went without saying no say everything (laughs) say everything that you mean otherwise people aren't gonna get that I actually read a tweet this week um from wheels of steer or diary of a disabled person who's um really wonderful on insta and twitter who posted a tweet that said this you know what annoys me about those who say think your disability away, change your mindset, or try f- yoga. If the solution was that simple, no one would be chronically ill. You really think we'd all sit around feeling ill when all we had to do was be f***ing positive? I was like, yes, 100%. And then realised, you know what? Oh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever clarified this and it's really, really, really important to say. So in this podcast, I give a lot of advice. uh, I have a lot of conversations around self-care and managing mental health. This is to support and ease our experience of chronic illness and chronic fatigue, not in any way as a cure or believing that the origins of the illness are in the mind or some way in lifestyle failings, you know? So I totally agree with this. This tweet, and it's really important to say because I'm going to focus quite a lot on mental health stuff and coping mechanisms and um, various lifestyle tips, um, and particularly a lot about like mindset. And it's it's really really important to note that this is all based on the premise that chronic illness and chronic fatigue, in particular, is a medical condition and is physical and is biological. It's 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 a real condition. It's not something that is. A mental health condition. It's not something that that you can think away or you can fix in any of these external ways that I'm going to be talking about. So the way I see it, mental health management is beneficial for everyone, but is vital for us, those of us with chronic conditions. I think that's the reason that I put a lot of focus on the mental health stuff as a management tool, Because it is so vital for people with chronic conditions to be putting these things into place, to be tending to our mental health and tweaking the way that we live our lives, how we think, to be shedding toxic traditional ways of thinking. Like in my last episode about productivity, like we should all be doing this stuff as a society, which is why my podcast I think is is relevant to the general population and loads of people have told me that they found it useful even though they don't have chronic conditions themselves um and it's because these are all things you know meditation gratitude all all these things that sound and i've said it before they sound so hippy dippy and when i first found them i just was like oh i don't i don't want to be like just drinking lemon tea and sitting like sitting in a white room the whole time it's not really it's not really about that it's about how our society has seemed to have forgotten a lot of the ways that we should be operating in order to make ourselves happy generally as a society and is like we're really partaking in loads of really really unhealthy ways of existing and anyway so all of these things are useful to everyone and would improve everyone's lives but what is useful and beneficial to others is crucial to those of us dealing with chronic conditions so all of this I see it as kind of how to live with chronic fatigue because we do have lives and, and we live with it and we cope with it somehow um, not in any way as fixes or ways to wish it away or to deny its existence um it's all about how we can help our experience as opposed to um I mean I, I there are there are certain things that that I find ease ease the fatigue like lifestyle tweak, tweaks and things like that but fundamentally we're not we, that's not how it, as this tweet made the point of saying these things are not going to remove our chronic conditions because that's not how it works and if it is believe me believe us as people with these conditions there isn't anything we wouldn't do if it if if it truly got rid of our of our um chronic conditions we would get rid of them. If, if, it, if it was a person I had to get rid of, not kill. Let's <laughs> just really specific. But, you know, if these things truly got rid of our conditions, oh, my God, there isn't anything I wouldn't do. I would cut anything from my diet. I would eat any mad shit. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Believe me, we would be doing them. So this is all this conversation that I'm having on this podcast is all around coping with and helping our experience of these conditions, not in any way to remove them because we would we would be doing that. This kind of leads me quite nicely into where I'm at at the at the moment this week um, with my fatigue, which is thinking about acceptance. Um, I th- I realised today actually um, that a lot of my coping mechanisms and tips, which I like, which come from place like dark places of trying to uh, manage something really difficult and trying to live with it and trying to thrive with it um and i and i have the such wonderful coping mechanisms but i realized that a lot of these can be me trying to control or trick my fatigue away somehow (laughs) you know there's like there's like a level where you're doing all of these things and you have to remember that you're doing them for your life and for your experience for your day not not in order to try and like desperately control your fatigue. Like it's obviously a balancing act, isn't it? But this morning is a really good example. So my sleep obviously has um, an impact on my fatigue in the sense that, well, it's, it's mad. Some days I'll get perfect sleep, nine hours, you know, it'll be wonderful. I'll barely wake up and I'll wake up feeling worse than I did when I went to bed. You know, I'll just wake up feeling like I've been partying for a week and be like, what? But I slept so good. My Fitbit told me and everything. Um, so in that sense, there's not a direct there's not a direct link between your sleep and your and your sense of fatigue. It's really important to remember that it's not tiredness. But at the same time, if I've had a really bad night's sleep, um or if I've not had an like I've always been like that. Actually, I've always needed eight hours, otherwise um I just don't function as well and previously to fatigue that just would have meant I would have been a bit knackered and had to have a bit more coffee as opposed to now where it's like oh well you're fucked then <laughs> you're, just, you're wrecked for today then um but today I got about seven hours sleep and I thought okay maybe I'll um maybe I'll try and get back to sleep because I know I was quite calm about it I was like well I know that that if I get another hour sleep it'll make me feel better and then the pressure of that made me f- just made me stressed and made me feel like. So I thought, well, I'll I'll go downstairs and have some breakfast and I'll I'll do some things and then I'll go back to bed, get that sleep, and then I can properly start my day. And I realized I don't know I was in a weird place with it. And I thought I was I thought that was fine. I thought um I'd kind of accepted. Oh, that's something that I I know is good for me to to have that extra sleep. But it made me realize that I'm kind of not treating the other time as valid. And it's like actually. The time that you are tired you can still it just felt it felt like me being really controlling over well okay I know I'll feel better after a sleep so I have to do that before I can before I can exist <laughs> it, it all became about that and I had to kind of shift my mentality I ended up getting up going for a walk getting back and being like oh I'm, I'm yeah I definitely should have a nap but at the same time I can, I need to accept and we need to accept that we have fatigue. We have these things. This is how we live our lives. Some days will be better than others. Some days will be unbearable. Some days will be really, be really light and great and we can do loads. But it's about accepting whatever that is. All of these things uh, that I'll be talking about gratitude lists or stupid fucking yoga, any of these things I do think are helpful. But sometimes you can you can forget that it's all to facilitate your day as opposed to to focus around that. Like it's just silly being um stressed about not having had enough sleep all day and feeling tense and then thinking you could just do yoga at the end of the day. Like it's it has to be about your broader experience. And all of these things, gratitude, mindfulness, therapy, the way that we eat, the way that we little tweaks that we're making. They're, they're all well and good, and, actually, and they will really help us, but also we're okay as we are, you know? That's where, that's where we are at. It's really distracting, usually. So at my desk, I sit in front of a poem that I've um, framed by Ruby Etcetera. I don't know if that's her her name or just her handle on Insta but I love her so much and it's very distracting usually (laughs) these words in like a wonderful way in like a reminder way but I can just see it here so I'm going to read it it says you are doing well and if you aren't doing well you're doing your best and if you aren't doing your best you are doing and if you aren't doing you are being and in being you are bold that's it and I love that. I really love that. And it feels to me that sometimes I can certainly get a bit uh, antsy to do loads of, um, okay, right, I've got to take these vitamins and oh, if, if I just drink, drink two liters of water, I'll feel just a little bit better. And then if I do that mindfulness, and it's like these are all great, wonderful things and I'm going to be talking about them loads, but also to be still in our experience and just it's okay that we're tired. I know it's difficult and there's ways that we'll deal with that. But I think if we're fighting it, it's kind of like, I used to say this about um, anxiety and festivals and stuff. (laughs) I used to say kind of that if you are feeling anxious about something, the worst thing that you can do is fight it. Like imagine just being in A festival and you're stressed about being surrounded by loads and loads of people um the worst thing you can do is try and retreat into a bubble the best thing that you can do is is widen that bubble and go this is where i am this is where i'm existing instead of trying to um, pretend that you're not there (laughs) in a kind of denial way and i think that's what i'm trying to say about all of this we are tired through the day um, and it's kind of okay to just go about your your business and sometimes you'll be, you'll have to have a sit down. Other times you'll be able to do loads of stuff whilst being tired, as opposed to try and tweak everything so that you're at max uh, energy levels comparatively, and then you can live your lives. I think for me, that manifested last week, actually. So I didn't release a podcast after, so I released my one about productivity the week before, and then last Friday, so I usually record these on Wednesday, and then I ended up not recording it um I was having a really bad week because I was due on and oh my god I don't know about you guys but the week before my period um my fatigue goes haywire it just gets really really bad um and I told my neurologist that once and she literally laughed it off like yeah I mean we all have that and I was like no obviously I know that we (laughs) you know I know that being due on is grim and stuff but when I'm telling you my fatigue is substantially worse um the week before my period surely is that not something we should be looking at apparently not um, but yeah so last week it was really bad and I decided not to I just wasn't able to um and I want to do an episode about it, actually, about hormones um, and the effect that that has um, on fatigue specifically. I've been reading Period Power by Maisie Hill, which is amazing, and I'm still not um, at the end of it. So I will be doing an episode in the future about hormones. I wanted to talk about PMDD as well. Um, I'm going to be doing a series of interview podcasts, actually, with some amazing women that I know um, and a handful of guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because that's the balance of uh, amazing people that I know, um, and I think me not recording my podcast was actually a combination of feeling really bad because of period and hormones, and a and falling into my own trap of perfectionism. I'd been really happy with the last few episodes, and I felt like I had to reach a certain level and stuff. and And actually, that's a that's totally against what I wanted to, to achieve by this podcast, which was some representation some solidarity in that loads of us are are, um very very tired and can think that other people who are existing in the world doing cool stuff are doing it because they're super full of energy and they're you know oh they feel great if only i could do that you know and i need to feel great in order to do that um and i kind of wanted to be able to represent somebody who's doing stuff whilst feeling very tired because we can still do that obviously having our limitations sometimes you can't that's absolutely fine um but also i think getting rid of perfectionism is um is really key to that but yeah that's me and my hormones this week So next week, I'm going to be talking about dating while having chronic fatigue, the pitfalls and the quirks of that and my own personal experience. So if you've got any stories or views on dating with a chronic condition, please do let me know. Uh, come and follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at being pod. I really do love hearing from you.